Welcome to the Learning Project Network, where we learn through stories to make a change. The Learning Project Network, an organization dedicated to social justice issues. We are dedicated to learning about issues that impact children, families, and communities to help start conversations that lead to solutions. We believe that through storytelling and peer support, individuals can better understand how experiences lead to outcomes. Hello, everybody. It's Stephanie with another great podcast with The Learning Project, you guys. I want to thank you so much for coming back. We have a very special person with us, Michelle. Welcome so much. Thank you so much for being here. Um, So you guys know I'm always on Facebook or some kind of social media um, group and looking through different content to see what can we bring to our podcast and really um, learn from one another. We basically highlight stories that help us solve problems um, and also help us to look at solutions in a different way. And so Michelle is a photographer. She's a doula. I mean, it is really awesome, everything that you do. And you have this magnificent picture that I was like, how did you put this together and tell me about it? And so before we jump into your photography, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get into this line of work? Um, well, I have always been in the medical field and I used to be a nursing assistant at an Amish birthing center um, where, I mean, 12 hours, I was on call 12 hours for the weekends, every weekend for five years. Oh and God. they, I mean, they would just walk in, have baby and you know, go home six hours later. It's like amazing, just amazing. So I, I would do all the um, newborn screening and just working with the moms that way. Um, there's instances that I would help um, them progress in labor. And I never really knew I was fulfilling a doula role until years later. Um, wow. I just thought that's, you know, that's what you did. So that's kind of how I got into the birth work. I've always had a love for birth and babies and then photography. I think I got my first Polaroid camera when I was 11 years old. Uh Um, My first digital when I was probably 27 years old. And I remember crying because I had a digital camera and I could look at those images right away Uh and know if I needed to (laughs) do something else. So it's just always been in my life. Um, And I was doing it on the side as a single mother photography and I started bringing in income that was over and above what I was making working at the hospital. So I left my full-time job and pursued photography kind of on a whim um, and Lord willing it went. (laughs) Wow. Oh my goodness. So tell me a little bit about your philosophy and what is it about your images that you try to encapsulate for your families? Um, during birth, obviously, I want to make that um, document, that sensitive timeline that we're all going through. I love being there for more labor than I am sometimes, but I also want to respect the birthing person and yeah. knowing when is the right time to come in. And usually that is, you know, as a doula, when they're needing that additional support. So sometimes I don't get those early moments. Um, 
to get a full timeline of birth, mm-hmm. but it is basically just capturing the strength. I just want to see that that connection, those raw emotions, and when there's pivotal moments in birth, such as needing of you know changing of a plan or something, those those moments can make or break your whole entire experience. Mm. And being there supporting supporting a family and letting them know that, you know, these are their options. They're well-educated, you know, we're making this decision because of this. And then in the meantime, I am kind of documenting pullbacks of, you know, the obstetrician or, or midwives talking these changes over so yeah and it, it does i mean we all know when our plans don't go the way we want them to that oh it my goodness very, it's That's very true. stressful but hindsight when you look back over those moments you know six eight weeks later those are moments that help you accept that 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 was your birth plan and that that your birth went well even mm. if it is maybe traumatic it's healing because oh. you look at it and you say you, you say you know, it wasn't okay. Yeah, I was emotional at that time, but look how look how we responded to this. Look how we, and they may not remember that they did that. They may may not remember that they, you know, held each other close and you know gave us a moment, give us a moment, and you know, so it it brings back parts of your story that you just don't even realize. Wow. Happened. Okay, can we just take a moment and let that resonate? I that really connects with me because there's so many parts of my of my journey um, during labor I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. I do not remember. Exactly. And I think a lot of women or birthing people who have that PTSD from um, getting birth, mm-hmm. they're seeing all of the wrong. They're seeing all of the negative. They're seeing this person didn't do this. I didn't feel this. But when you have like these captures, these pictures that are capturing bits and pieces of your strength. Oh my gosh. Like that. I don't even know why that almost makes me want to cry, but (laughs) it literally does because you don't know how strong you are. You just know how negative you felt and like disappointed in yourself. And I was telling somebody I was so upset about me not being able to do a vaginal birth. And one of the reasons why was because one, I was always telling my baby, you're not coming out of mommy's tummy. You're going to stay in mommy's tummy. You do hear me. I'm like, this was like a literal conversation I was having all the time because I just love being pregnant and I loved having her near me. But (laughs) I feel like that did some kind of reverse thing in my mind because like I couldn't relax the way I wanted to, Um, you know, even though I was handling the contractions really well, I was breathing really well, was doing all of these things. My body still was like in this mode of I can't let you go. Like I have to have you with me, you know, Um, and then I started fighting against this and it just like. My doula was just like, Stephanie, you got this, you got this. And like right there with me the entire time. But that moment that I had her um, through a C-section, I started feeling a lot of anger and frustration because literally it happens in two seconds. Like if you've ever been in a situation where you're like laboring and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, 
now you are done laboring. We're just going to do a C-section and the baby's out. And you're like, what just happened? Like, yeah. I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even fully wrap my mind around what was going on because I was so frustrated. And if I would have had some images throughout that time, I think to show like that strength in that journey, I think I would have connected very differently with my birth story. And so one of the things I want to encourage everybody that's listening, if you are dealing or battling with negative thoughts, um, having a photographer at your birth may be the solution to help you um, really understand what happened during your birth and then see it and then and really realize how empowering it was for you. What are your thoughts about that, Michelle? I absolutely agree. And I, I totally, the doula photographer role is so important. Um, I can't stress that enough mm. with the rise in birth photography that a doula is more educated in the birth field. Yeah. Meaning we're going to prepare you before your birth. Mm -hmm. We're going to mm -hmm. sit down with you. And one of the things I do, especially if I have moms go over that 40 weeks and they start getting fearful that there's going to be interventions. Yeah. Because I have them come in to my studio and we sit and we talk and I, we re, re go over, you know, their plan and we yeah. relax and accept and release any of that fear and release that anxiety and then wow. body work. And it, it's amazing just when, since I've started doing that in the past couple months, the difference of just preparing for birth in a different way than just what society says. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna educate. Be strong. Tell them no. Da 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 da. But also knowing that we have to have a clear mind going in, and there is no inhibitions and there are no expectations. Mm. Only strength. You know, only strength. We're gonna and you will achieve that by far in any birth outcome hmm. if you believe it and see it. And sometimes we have to hold that space. We, I just had a, um, a reveal four months later, four months postpartum, because we needed to hold space for an entire birth plan that went totally a different opposite way. And, you know, it, it just, <clears throat> we were her only support team, hmm. a photographer, a doula and another doula and a friend and pulled strings and her birth was phenomenal. The strength and dignity that I seen in that mama, I just was floored. And it was a 60 hour birth. We were there, we were all, so it took us all a lot of time to debrief. And we came together recently and just cried over these images, you know, and then just still checking back in. How do you feel now that you've seen these images? Mm -hmm. It's still a process but that doesn't stop there for me. I'm gonna continue to contact her until she sees, you know, the beauty in her birth because there is beauty in it, there is. I am like, y'all, okay. It's like 8 a.m. where I'm at. I've been up all night. I was like, okay, I gotta make sure I'm on point. I'm ready. Like, this is so uh, like, 
I can't even explain to you guys the feelings I'm feeling right now because so many people feel like they have no one. Um, one of my sayings that I said, you don't have to do this alone. And there we are just in this time in our world where we are so isolated and mm -hmm. isolation equals strength. And it's the weirdest thing ever because in our society, in our world, in our history, being alone has never been a sign of strength. This is, this is all, we've always done things as a community collaboration and having other women with your client that you were saying, like going together in this and being able to say, no, we got you. Like yeah. we have your back and being able to help somebody reclaim their birth. That is huge. That is huge. And even when you were talking about being able to reflect over your birth can we just talk about that real quick mm -hmm. because a lot of times we look at postpartum issues and we say why did this person go into this crisis why did this person have this outcome um there is an amazing book i keep talking about it me and my doula did a book review about it it's called the fourth trimester by oh, yes, Kimberly yes. johnston i have it yes Kimberly, oh. <laughs> please be on my podcast yes I like feel like I'm a Kimberlite. Like literally, like I just follow her 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 sayings and everything. And she says in her book that there's research that shows that if a person who actually gives birth 48 out um, who gives birth, they need to do a reflection 48 hours after having doing the birth because this decreases their chances of postpartum issues like significant absolutely and i was like i didn't really understand that and then the, i after i had my baby i was like yeah and i remember just crying because like my doula my doula called me every day sometimes twice a day um and she was like for me i needed a lot of reflexive thinking so um her tactics worked really well with me but i didn't have a photographer there because of the pandemic it really took something away and these are the things that I keep telling people. There was a lot of stuff that was taken away during the pandemic from um, birthing people, and they ended up not having a full support. And then when they didn't get that full support, we're seeing a lot more issues that are happening. And for those that are listening, I'm always going to speak from a woman's point of view because I'm a woman. I gave birth as a woman. So that is what I am going to be talking about. So for those that are listening that may have a different experience, please know that I hold space for that. But I will be talking from a woman's point of view. Um, so when people are taking those experiences away from people this is this is damaging this is so um it struck like a real hardcore for me because I, it took me seven years over seven years to have my daughter i dealt with infertility and loss and this was the moment and everything was taken away they almost didn't even let my doula in and so <laughs> we we've got to get back to the point where we value support and support in different ways um there's two things that you said that were kind of interesting i know i asked one question but i want to go back you said something about body work can you explain what body work is for those that have never heard this and can you tell us a little bit about a, a doula photographer uh, for those that don't know what a doula sure. photographer is Sure. Um, so the body work that I actually have to do, it's probably more so body mind, 
Um, and it's part of basically spinning babies, um, the three sisters, uh, hmm. they do and just bringing back that, um, peace, that comfort and just coming back to like that ground zero. Um, and I will do some acupressure points with some clary sage and grape oil and wow. rub on the ankles and just get them in a, almost like a state, you know, as, kind of like an extra massage type thing, you know, but letting them know um, that touch, you know, touch mm. is so significant when we are in labor. Yes. And it's it's another part of trusting each other and becoming closer because birth is so intimate mm-hmm. and to allow mm-hmm. you know, this random lady photographer, you know, of course I'm a woman, yes, I've had a baby, you know, but, why am I going to trust that lady in here? And if I can bring mm. her in a space and, you know, put on the music and play the the candles, put play the candles. Um, I know exactly it, what you're saying. It is like playing candles. You're watching them yeah. flames and they're dancing yeah. and moving. Yes. And just releasing all that negative energy that you have um, and, or that anxiety, just releasing yeah. all that and letting it just go and then um the body some other body work you know i'll just do some side laying release and um the jiggle i'll sit and do a facial release on both their hips and you know let them know with my rebozo you know these are some of the things that we can do while we're in labor again and just let them physically feel that touch and physically feel that support yeah because that just really i think readies our mind and labor is such a mind game yes (laughs) sometimes yes that we need to prepare and i have seen several um several moms within a 12 to 24 hour period release and just go into labor wow i that what you're saying is so true I don't mean to cut you off because no. literally that's where I was at. Yeah. Like even like now I was telling somebody I've been having like back pain. That's like insane. Um, and I have been like going to my chiropractor and I finally got some relief and stuff like that. But it like, once I had that, I was like, this was triggered by my pregnancy. And like, now I'm in my head. Right. And yeah. so actually creating space for that, I yeah. think that is key. And that is extremely important. And I I really value this conversation because we talk a lot about the body, but what is happening with the mind? What is it that, what kind of work do you need to do um, to get out of your mind? Is this something that you do like through Zoom too, that you can work with people through Zoom if they don't live in your area? I'm just thinking about some people that I know right away and they're like, Stephanie, I need this. How do I connect with I haven't, and it hasn't been, I mean, like I've done it before, I've I've just had, moms come in you know that are in prodromal labor and i'm like this has to be a position thing let's go ahead and see what we can do and i'll have them you know do do the mile circuit and i'll work with them through that and you know talk about any fears and then the anxiety and just like you know well this is what it is this is where you need to be to get to achieve this and if we're working on 42 weeks and we do have to walk into that next safety zone for ourselves and our baby yeah you know this is how we can prepare for it yeah. and i'll be there step by step yeah. and 
put you back in that headspace of I've got this, I've got, I'm, I'm in control. And yes, this isn't how it went, wanted to go, but you know, this is how it's going to go. And I accept that, accept it and release it and then let it be. And it's just, uh, you know, it, it's not any certification or anything. It's just, I, maybe a mentality of, you know, embracing embracing birthing people and letting them know that they are safe in this space and and I I totally accept any of their outcomes um, and that their outcomes will be okay. That we all will be okay. Wow. Y'all, this is a heavy conversation. (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm loving this because it's it's something you don't talk about. Like we talk about like the birth education, we talk about, you know, all the different types of doulas, but you're my first doula that I've had on that is focuses on the photography. And for those that have been following me, I just released a book uh, for Black History Month. It's called Melanin Moms. And it's a coloring book for um, anyone can use it, but it is a representation of uh, Melanin Moms um, enjoying their pregnancy literally we don't see that like in my space with the with my environment i had never seen like black women enjoying their pregnancy i never i always thought of like historical like uh, as far as the 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 journey of pregnancy that has happened historically and then where we are now we we are having this revolution i think just being a woman mother birthing like people are like taking pictures with them breastfeeding they are you know taking pictures of them enjoying their their pregnancy touching their belly i didn't even know this was a thing like even me and my friend were talking about this um she had her children like 15 years ago and then i just had my little one and she was like i didn't take one pregnancy photo not even one and she was I like, always. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she was like, it almost makes me want to cry every time like I see your photo because like you're embracing this whole journey that we've been told that really we hear a lot of negative stuff about it all the time. Um, and granted, some people really have it hard. Like it's really sh- a struggle. But we, like you said, how do we use images to empower us? And that's kind of what this coloring book does. It's really used as a way to empower and also a way to heal, um, to be able to use like the creative art space to um, see yourself in a different light. Yep, yep, absolutely. That's uh, any second time birther, I always let them know, you know, go home and print out some birth affirmations and sit down with your children and color those and mm. talk about that, include them in that, you know, this is what mommy's going to go. Mommy's going to do it. Mean, great. If it's a home birth and those children can be there and present for that. But even in the hospital, we're taking it away right now with the pandemic, taking away children being there. Mm-hmm. Those children are our biggest doulas. Wow. Are. Sometimes, I mean, we grieve when our when our babies are gone and the thought of leaving them overnight for 24 hours, you know, some moms just, just don't leave their children and that's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. But you're pulling these children away from, you know, their, their life right now. And so I try to incorporate and bring back in, you know, bring back in some of those special moments and those memories that, you know, and we plaster them all over the room. That's my last 
five births. So I had I had six births in January, and five of them were in the same hospital because I kind of <laughs> love my hospital. Um, <laughs> they're full of beautiful, wonderful midwives and allow bir- uh, water births. And I love it. So that I mean, anybody who's wanting that experience, that's where I kind of direct them to but they just really allow you know even the nurses are wonderful they they just allow a lot um i love it can i just say i didn't even think about how this is actually impacting the next generation and understanding birth Mm -hmm. because a lot of them are not in those spaces anymore and so this whole generation may not really understand what birth actually looks like because kids have been a part of that. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about that. Wow. Documenting home births is just so, so amazing. Uh, Let's uh, talk about one of your favorite photos that you have taken. Um, What is one of your favorite photos that you've taken over the years and why? I'm actually getting it's right behind me. No, let's do it. Probably, probably my first ever home birth that I documented. Um, and I wasn't even a doula then, but I was wow. just so enamored with the whole control, self-control, and just the power and the strength and the way that the midwives came in and you know they they just took care of everything and like little fairies cleaned it up and went over postpartum and it was just like, ah, you know, it, it was done and she was supported and she was just, you know, just raw power. It was just <sighs> really amazing. But, um, and just to get up out of that birth pool and holding your daughter and mm. just, you know, I mean, we're all just a bunch of jello legs after birth <laughs> just to be able to, you not only just gave birth, but then you have the strength to get up out of that water and move to another location. And it's just, that's probably one of my favorite moments to ever capture is any mom getting up out of a birth pool. Um, just that very first postpartum moments, you know, wow. your womb is still has your placenta possibly but sometimes not you know and it's just it's I don't know it's just a pivotal moment in in birth that I think just I don't know it just gets me every single day oh my gosh (laughs) yeah or the pass off of baby to partner or a nurse or you know however they need to do just that this is, that's the first time that your baby has ever touched another human being. Mm. That's the first time that your baby is, you know, it's all those firsts that you cannot recreate. You cannot repose. You cannot, you know, it's not going to look the same if you have a second baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, that is that one and only moment and it just needs to be frozen mm-hmm. and you can see so much power and determination and just the mood that birth fog it's it's just beautiful well, you're i can't wait to see this picture i don't oh. know if you can i would love oh <laughs> actually yes i don't know if you can see that yes we can oh wow 
that is powerful. Yeah. Whoa. Dad is behind her supporting her. Um, and just that cord was so gorgeous and baby was cheesy. And <laughs> it's just, it was just, a, I don't know. And that, I think that baby might be seven years old. <laughs> Six oh. or seven years old. And that image has always just like, when I seen it, I was like, oh. And <laughs> I was you, looking at that image behind you like this whole time. And I'm like, that. <laughs> so powerful like the way she just looks like i just got this yeah. I, I did this and it's just it's a beautiful thing and i always remind people you know all different types of birth are beautiful oh, um but i this is exactly the birth that i am i envision for myself um just because like there's so many different types of hormones that are passed and all these different things and I think too, when you're in a setting that is patient with you, it shows too, you know what I mean? Like in some hospitals, you know, it's like, it's all about the scheduling and moving people out and getting them moved. And it's, it's really difficult when you know that you've been almost like a victim of that, you know? And I think that's the thing that's the hardest. Um, and I've been interviewing some doulas in different areas and they're like, this is why our state or our, our city doesn't do births in the hospital. You know, we know that it's going to take a long time. We know that this is going to um, take a, a while. So, you know, they don't do the births in the hospital, which I thought was, you know, when you hear it, you're like, okay. Or in the beginning, when I first heard it, I was kind of like, okay, that's kind of weird. But when you actually think about your surrounded by people who are experts in birth um, and they have everything that they need. And when you have an emergency, you go to the hospital. And so right. it really, it's a change of mind. And I think like there's this revolution that's happening right now where people are that, that's starting to click for them and understanding mm -hmm. what this really means. Yeah. Okay. So Michelle, before we end our podcast, tell us one bit of advice you have for those that are either getting ready to have a baby maybe they've had a baby or maybe they're thinking about being a photo a doula photographer um what resonates with you and what do you want our listeners and watchers to hear um mainly just enjoy this time there's so much information out there um there's so many advocates and um, I suppose, you know, information is always good, but, and I don't want to say take it with a grain of salt, but take it, explore it, accept it, and, you know, find what's best for you mm. because it is okay if you want to birth and have an epidural. It, it is okay if your body, you have to have a repeat C-section. It's okay if you want to have a VBAC, you know, explore all those options and make the best choice for you and be informed on those. And then have somebody by your side that's gonna say in the moment, did you wanna still proceed with, you know, this? Did you, do you want that cord to run white? And if a, you know, provider's like, we do 30 seconds and that's all we're doing, you know, they need to know that beforehand like how that that's when you find a doula who is in your community that doula is going to know the providers that will give you what you want and what you need and it's it's best to just to not just go with the flow that yeah. way so that was so good 
<laughs> that was so good. Michelle, where can people find you? If they were like, you know what? I want to follow you. I want to connect with you. I want to talk with you. Like, where can they go? I'm on Instagram under, um, on Michelle Glenn Photography and Birth Services. And then of course, Facebook, um, and it's Michelle Glenn Photography. Um, my married name is Dunn, but I've had Glenn forever. So we're just going to stay with it. Um, oh. but I'm, I mean, I'm not too social media savvy. <laughs> so I have the website. You can always, um, Fort Wayne, Indiana birth photographers or, you know, Google birth photographers near me, doulas near me. Um, I have some networks that I belong with. So sometimes you can find just awesome. by doing a simple search. So, but yeah, just, just Michelle Glenn photography. <laughs> <laughs> and no worries if you're driving, you don't have a pen, you need to be able to write this down. All the information will be down below. Michelle, thank you so much for coming by and sharing this insight with us. We are just so grateful for you taking this time out, you guys. I am so full by this conversation. And you guys, until next time, you know, we are in here getting the best doulas and birth experts, educators, and people with lived experiences sharing their stories so that we can have a better understanding of what we need to do in our communities to birth children into a world that is loving them, embracing them, and where we see birth as a human right issue. I wanna thank you again for joining me on this segment of Girl, Get a Doula. Until next time, see you later. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you.